The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl. Just reacting to the final two games in the Premier League on this Sunday of Match Week 6. Now, the two games involve managers new to the Premier League, or certainly new at these clubs in the Premier League. And the first one to talk about, Rob, is the Mm. Arsenal uh, victory against Everton. It was 2-0. Yep. And the scoreline suggests that comfortable, uh, you know, Arsenal... Uh, it's a good scoreline for them and that all yep. things are rosy in the garden. Mm. Um, wh- before my thoughts, Rob, what did you think to the match? Um, you're talking about all things being rosy in the garden. I think when a new manager come in, comes into a club, Rob, there's two things we look at. There's the performances and there's the results. And as a new manager, I think the most important thing is the results first and foremost because that buys the players into you, that buys the fans into you, and then you can start to work on the detail. And and because of that, from Arsenal's point of view, I would say the most important thing today was the the result in the victory in the 2-0 that takes them towards the top six of the table. The performances and the style and how it was achieved, I wouldn't say is worrying I think it just tells Unai Emery there's still plenty of work to do. And, and I was trying to... Listen, I, I was marvelling at, at the Musto rant at, at half-time when Rebecca asked, yeah, asked you about the game. I thought it was almost like a segment from Arsenal TV and the guy Robbie's asking <laughs> a guy there and, and you, you were letting it go outside the Emirates. And, and, and in many ways, I didn't d- disagree with, with most of what you were saying in terms of... I, I took it another way and said, OK, let me put myself in Unai Emery's position. I'm a new manager at this football club. I want to start us playing out the back because that's the way I want to retain possession and build our attacks. We weren't very good at it, actually. We, we turned the ball over a couple of times and got high-pressed by an Everton team and got a little bit lucky that Petr Cech had a, had a good day. So that was from the, the back. From midfield in terms of control and supplying the players ahead of you, that didn't really work that well either, certainly in the first half, but it could get better. I'd have to change personnel, maybe, change the system. And then the front players, who are, I know are match winners, didn't get much service, didn't get in positions where they can hurt the opposition. Um, so maybe I've got to get them service to get them going. How do I get more service in midfield? So most of the three elements of what I'm looking for, there was had to be huge improvement or there had to be improvement in the second half. We got a bit of that. And in the end, I thought Arsenal's first goal, which was the key goal in the game, was scored by a player that maybe Richarlison at his best can score. But nobody else on the Everton team can do that. So the quality of Arsenal's front players, getting them in the positions where they can hurt the opposition, got them the result today, but there's still plenty more work to do. So I'm not sure I agree, you know, when you say that uh, right now it's about results. I do agree that the first few, you want results to jump up the table, to take any kind of pressure off. But I think, Rob, it, it's almost more important the performance and what you're seeing uh, with the team in terms of performance. Now, you know, I just think, you know, 
It's a, it is a, it's a good result, and Lee Dixon said afterwards, a win is a win, and it can pay, pay papers and cracks, and that's okay. I just think that the issues we're seeing today, Rob, is not, is not something, is more concerning than what you're saying. You know, you're kind of saying, you know what, it's going to get better, it'll iron out with some time. I just worry, I mean, this is the, it's match week six now, yeah. and the mm-hmm. amount of times that Everton got in behind that defence without being tremendously great combination play to do that, it's just worrying. Just it's just worrying, and with a new manager, with a, a pretty much a squad that's, you know, there isn't there's a few injuries, but for the most part, I mean, Koscielny's out, Mkhitaryan um, was a doubt today, uh, but, but for the most part, everybody's fit, and just that the lack of cohesion, the lack of a real kind of strong work ethic, where you can see they're working very very hard. I just, you know, you went through the different areas of the field for them. Yeah. And there, there was very few positives. The one positive of this game was was the goal from Lacazette. The second goal was was clearly offside. Um, and you're right, Everton didn't have the firepower and the finishing mm. ability or craft or quality to, to make them pay. But I'm looking longer term, Rob. And that's maybe why we're a little bit different. I, you know, these issues against better teams, they will get put away. They will, get, they will lose, get behind in games. And I just think, wow, where, where how, where? and where does this team really start to come together? Well, uh, okay, and, and maybe that we do tend to differ. Uh, I think I said it and, and, and uh, over the course of the thing, I think this is a season-long project. To get Unai Emery to a position where he says, okay, I think he's finding out about players in, in roles. I think he's finding out about systems. I think he's finding out about the way that his Arsenal team are going to be successful. And that might take him a season. So, And how might I'm that not, look? How might that look? How, that, how, how is he going to say might, something very different? That might look now? very different from what we've got. I think that might look at another centre-back centre coming into the football club. Possibly another full-back uh, coming into the football club. Torreira, I think, will start. Um, Ganduzi looks like he, he, he's going to be a player. Does he mature enough to start? Does a third midfield player right. come in there that gives right. them a little bit of stability? And they go three up front. Aubameyang one side, maybe Lacazette and Ozil is a front three floating around. Mkhitaryan is, is an option. You don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Ramsey. So what I'm saying is I think this is a, not a learning process, but it's part of a progression and, part, and if, if while the progression's going on, you can win games, that's a good thing because people buying in confidence stays higher. Proge- nobody's talking about progression at, at teams like West Ham, at teams like Newcastle, at teams like maybe you'll even look at Everton at the moment. Results haven't been good enough for a new manager going in. Mauricio Sarri got a, got, got a pass because, hit, you know, up until today, five games, five wins. He's still learning. I think today we'll, we'll but, talk about them. But you can them. see what he's done, Rob, can't you? I, don't I know can, the but I think, but, but, I, but I, that's yeah. a big change in style that he brought in there, and it, it's worked out. And you can see you, what he's doing. He's changed, but, but Mauricio Sarri had to change a style of football. Unai Emery is start is changing a, a culture at a football club. It's a lot bigger thing. Players are are, are, are being pushed day to day. I would assume, I would think, Arsenal players are going wow. We never had this before. For, for some of them, for ten years, Rob, are, are having a different way. That that affects you. That changes you. That that's a different style. I'll, I'll go to what I think are a couple of positives. The first clean sheet today is important for a club who's going to be successful. Rob Holding coming onto the pitch, I think, could be an Arsenal centre back of the future. Given the games, given the experience, if he matures, we've got to start to see players like him been given the opportunity and let's see is he an Arsenal centre-back or not so of course there's lots of things to, to be negative lots of things to improve but on the whole 
a win's a win, and I think Unai Emery's learning as he goes along. Maybe my expectations are, are, are too high, Rob. You know, I just mm. see players like Lacazette and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who's a top-class striker. Yeah. Lacazette's a goal scorer. We know that. Aaron Ramsey is an experienced international player. Mesut Ozil is a champion player from Germany mm. uh, with their national team. You've got international players everywhere uh, else now. And, and, and I just, I guess I expect more. You've got a goalkeeper that's... Uh, I just couldn't believe how poor they were in the first half. And yes, clean sheet today mm. somehow. And no other clean sheets two late sloppy goals conceded on Thursday uh, in the Europa League against Vorskla so yeah. I just keep seeing lots of issues defensively and I, I, I wouldn't mind if some of the attacking play was silky and it was like wow this is exciting football but I didn't see that and I saw a poor defensive look so Yes, of course, work to do. And maybe mm. he will change the system at some point. I kind mm -hmm. of admire him, Rob, because he hasn't. Um, yeah, he does want the philosophy and he does mm -hmm. want those attacking players out there and he does want to play out from the back. And he does want to produce a, a total, a, 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 you know, a, play, a pleasing on the eye team. Yeah. But my goodness, they looked you're, a long way. You're not prepared to give him this season to, to, to uh, start to yeah, get that on, in yeah, place. Yeah, I'm not the guy that's going to. That, that's gonna, you know, want somebody out or whatever, anything mm. like that. Of course no, not. No. I mean, that's just not, not who mm. I am. I just, I think you've got to say what you feel when you see a game of football. And I, of course, I understand the situation with where he is in his development. Mm. But I would have expected some improvement in certain areas uh, up to this point. No clean sheets. And they were lucky today to get a clean, clean sheet. And the game could have been a bit more awkward without that second goal going in. Um, yeah. One, 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 one last one yeah. on, on that, because it also was with Chelsea. Does Europa League football sometimes blunt Sunday games? Is, I know I know. sometimes there's rotation of players and it's different, but a Thursday night and a Sunday night are just difficult for players who are playing in the two games that you get back on the late Thursday or the Friday morning, you have a little rest and recovery, you have Saturday to play, Sunday. Does it... Does that is that am I, am, is that an excuse for for, for top class players? I think generally it's not, but in this case, when you when we've just been talking there about kind of organisation and yeah, shape, and yeah. it does restrict the amount of time mm. you can spend with the players on the training ground. We know that. I mean, yeah. you know, Thursday you're going to have a day off or do very very mm. little, just a recovery session on the Friday. You know, Saturday you're then yeah. preparing small sided game work, set yeah. pieces ready for the Sunday game. So mm. I do get that, and that's a, a reasonable point. Um, Listen, I, I thought it was a really good appointment. I'm excited to see yeah. what he does. I've just got to, got to say it how I see it right now. Absolutely. Oh, Rob, it was... That's I mean, what until we love about Robbie Musto. But, but say what you see. I know, but... The, you, you know, even when that goal went in, it's like mm. the guys, Arlo White and Lee Dixon that were in the stadium, they're like, wow, yeah. this is starting to... Because yeah. it was so just poor. Changed, yeah. yeah, so very important goal from Lacazette. Mm. And, and maybe... An offside goal from Aubameyang. Yeah, which really helped them mm. settle down. It, yeah. and it was a body blow. Took the stuffing out of Everton after that point. Um, but but maybe Arsenal can build on this clean sheet mm. and uh, see what they can do for yeah for the next few weeks. Let, let's talk about the other manager then in, in the dugout, Marco Silva. We've talked about a big job for him and a op big opportunity. They've spent money. Uh, this, what I'd say a difficult start to the season, Rob. Hasn't hasn't gone uh, swimmingly. I've, I think of the first game against Wolves, they get Jagielka sent off. Then a couple of games in Michelson's looking great. He gets sent off. Today they'll say, oh, the 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 offside goal maybe took the stuffing out of them. I mean, there's been a few injuries, uh, form, suspension, quite a few changes. He went with a youngish kind of outfit today. Mm. Where are we with Marco Silva and his project at Goodison so far? Well, uh, it's a difficult job. 
I think mm. that's the main thing. I mean, you think about their schedule, Rob. I mean, they are sitting in 12th, and no problem. Yeah. They're six yeah. points from six games, but they've mm. played Wolves, Southampton, uh, Bournemouth, Huddersfield, West Ham United, and this was, of course, a tough game, a tough game today. Yeah. And they've got, they've got Fulham coming up. They've got uh, Leicester City, Crystal Palace before they play United away. So it's kind of a nice, gentle start for them, and it's been, it's been difficult. You know, the, the, the quality, the attacking quality yeah. uh, is the concern a little bit. Calvert-Lewin goes through early on, um, mm. should score one-on-one. Richarlison looked bright and he gave yeah, the best moments. Yeah, I thought he moments. gave Bellerin problems. Actually. Yeah, Sigurdsson's yeah. a little bit of quality now and again. It's mm. And, you know, I think Marcus Silva will organise the team pretty well. I think defensively yeah. they're not awful. I think Lucas Digne, uh, it, at left full-back, looks mm. really good. Looks yeah. really composed and is a, is a nice foot, footballer there. It's just, can he get consistent performance from his attacking players? Have they got enough quality? Jenk Tosum was rotated out of the team or dropped, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Uh, Calvert-Lewin, Theo Walcott came out, Jen Tosum comes back in. Bernard is a player that, that might mm. spark something. Adamola Luckman, Robbie Earl, just in terms of what the options he has to try yeah. and liven up the attack. How about this? What do you think to this? Theo Walcott, go and play up front. Now, I know, I'm, I'm not sure... No, the way you whether you like that or ever wanted him to do that for Arsenal, I, I thought he's always worth a look as a centre forward to get to with that pace in behind. You can bring in an Adamola Luckman as a wide player or even a Bernard and just give a little bit more quality, Rob. Just a little bit more quality in the yeah. team with Luckman. I think he deserves a run in the side now. You know, you have Luckman and Richarlison and Sigurdsson, maybe Theo Walker up front. Um, yeah. I just. You know, just what other what other ways is there to Marcus Silva to work his squad to try and get more something in the? Do, uh, do you know what post? I was looking at today and suggesting you go Theo Walcott? I was going the other way and go. Oh, I think Richarlison. Richarlison down yeah, he did it I looked at Arnautovic at West Ham and saw what he did, and from a mm. wide position, a big lad who's got all the things he can head in. Yeah. He's got good feet. I just wondered. Yeah, it's my, a good my, worry, my worry with with Theo is he's not really the goal threat. You know, he's got the pace, but he runs offside a lot of times, so he'll break down your natural rhythms. Mm. Just wonder if maybe he could do that. Maybe put Lukman on the right, put Theo on the left, coming in on his right. Yeah, it's a good shot. Might those, it's a might good those shot. three enjoy playing together with good pace, and Richarlison's got that. You know, we know he's got finishing ability. He might quite like being the man as well. Yeah, he scored for Brazil, Rob. He yeah, played a couple up front, of goals uh, yeah. in the last game, wow. I think, with, with Gabriel Jesus. Yeah, he's got a couple Name of goals. Yeah. yeah, and he played in a central position. So, mm. so I forgot about that, and that's a yeah. great shout. Yeah, why not? Get him up front. Mm. There's a quality, and then you bring somebody else in yeah, uh, in that I'm midfield. Um, love to see that. Love to see that. But yeah, I mean, it's early yet, and Marcus Silva is finding his feet a little bit, but, but mm. maybe not great recruitment over the last couple of years when they did spend a lot of money on new players no. just means that wow you know we're they're a little bit short on quality but yeah um, i think so. yeah. I, I agree i think it's a time you know maybe just bed down a bit of solidity back this guy you know top 10 finish i think is about somewhere where they should be looking this season and then they got to start to build on, on mm. you know the good young players the new stadium all the buzz that, that was around at the start of the season mm. and, and start you know trying to climb their way towards that top six mm. so more work to do for everton not quite maybe as much for Arsenal although they, they got the win and, and Musty thinks uh, Unai Emery's got his work still cut out mm. let's um, go to the other game Rob um, no goals in this one West Ham Chelsea Chelsea 100% record coming into the game um, kind of stuttered a little bit found it difficult to get some of that rhythm that they had started with Giroud up top and Morata came on uh, Elian Hazard didn't score Chelsea didn't win 
Little any cause for concern there? Was, was this a little bit flat again after a, a European now? Yeah, a little bit, wasn't it? A little mm. bit, I mean, just a little bit of a struggle. And the yeah. only concern I've got with uh, with Chelsea a little bit with this style of football, the small passes and everything else. Yeah, I think it, it totally allows the opponents to get behind the ball. It just does. Mm. You know, whether it's a four or five, another another line of four or five, and then one player that can come deep. It makes it very difficult. And Chelsea, unlike Man City. See, Man City have this style, of course, but they play with a lot more attacking width and high width. And they yeah. try and force those areas. They try and get into the little areas in behind that we've talked about many times yeah. to get in behind defenders to pull back for tap-ins. Chelsea yeah. don't quite have that. Their wide players uh, come in field. And, and Eden Hazard's been brilliant. Absolutely fantastic yeah. with this combination with Giroud. But today... Those combinations were, were closer. It was yeah, difficult. Tight, for them. wasn't it? It was tighter. Yeah, the 4 3, three of, that they played. Yeah, yeah West Ham United. Sort of, mm, so compact. I, I, I've seen that before this season, yeah. Rob. I think there was a late goal. I can't remember which game it was, but they got a late couple of goals and it, it t- totally took the the thought process away from. Yeah. Chelsea at times might struggle to break down teams. We saw it today. I think that today, and it might be okay for Chelsea this season with the new manager, that that's yeah. going to be their frustrating, not bad game, that... They can't find a way through, but they have so much of the ball, you know, they're not going to concede many. That being said, back to your question, there still is a worry about them on the counter-attack and defensively um, because they gave up some some chances today. The best chances in the game went to West Ham, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, Yarmolenko, a couple of goals last week, I'm not sure how he quite misses ahead of it, in mm. all honesty. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's just... Uh, and that will be the way... I know Carl Martino, mm. um, our buddy, of course... He's worried about N'Golo Kante playing in a higher role. Yeah, He's worried about yeah. Jorginho's ability to, to, to track runners or to be yeah. defensively minded when the ball turns over. Mauricio Sarri doesn't want the ball turned over, mm. so he's kind so of he's okay with that, that yeah. risk. Yeah. But I think it's a fair point. And today mm. they could have lost the game against yeah. better teams if they turn the ball over. Jorginho is no real protection for the back four, and the fullbacks no. will probably be forward. So, and that's okay. It's a risk he's willing to take. Mm. But I guess over the period of the season, we'll see whether that's the right strategy from Sari to be as not gung ho, but as expansive and open, yeah. um, trusting their passing and attacking qualities more than a defensive cover. It's interesting the, the Jorginho angle because I, I, I was looking through social media as the game was going on, and, and Opta came up with a stat which literally Jorginho made 180 passes today. That's the most of anybody in the league for over 14 years. But God. that is the kind of player he is. But maybe doesn't quite see the danger or block the holes in the yeah. manner that Kante is because his game's more about let's keep it. I'm giving it you. Let's give it back. Not necessarily seeing maybe the danger when the opposition have the ball. I, I, I'm just going to take a slightly down. Down another little route in, in terms of Chelsea, and it, it's something we've touched on in the last few weeks. And big Olivier Giroud started, Morata came on. I just wonder how long Chelsea. That it wasn't the Hazard day that, that we've had in the last couple of weeks, where he could quite create that little bit of magic. I thought today for a top team was a centre forward windy mm. game yep. with one goal. It was, yeah. a, it was an Aguero goal. It was a Diego Costa goal. It was a Harry Kane goal. It was a Mo Salah last It was one of those guys who you rely on and you say, nil-nil, OK, we couldn't, football wasn't as great. We couldn't break them down, but bang. Of the 22 goals my centre-forward's going to score, today's one was a, was a three points. I thought that stood out to me is what's missing from this Chelsea team. Couldn't agree more. Chelsea, they won't win the Premier League this season with this team with this group mm-hmm. they just won't 
Eden Hazard has a history of not getting big numbers. Now, that might improve this season, and I think yeah. it will. He started off mm. tremendously well, yeah, but fine, is he going to be yeah. the guy, Rob? He plays so often, mm. so much of the time away from that 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 goal because he wants yeah. to be involved in the play. Mm. They aren't going to score, for me, enough goals. Again, I know they're, they've, yeah. they've started really well. They're not going to score enough goals to win this Premier League. No. They're going to have possession. They're going to have territory. They're going to get caught on counterattacks in certain games, but they're not. They're not going to win games with a Diego Costa or a Diego or a Didier Drogba yeah. goal or or, or another mm. striker that, as you said, can um, you know between Willian, Pedro, and Hazard. I mean, Kovacic's not going to get a lot of goals. Is he going to no. get double figures? Probably not. No. And Golo Kante is not. And Jorginho is no. certainly not. The defenders, you can't ask yeah. them to get those kind of numbers. So it's all so about it, it, the front it, three, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, it's, about, it's about the wide players because the two strikers, I don't yeah. think it's going to get big numbers. That's what's going to hold them back. Now, it's going to mm. be some good football and they're going to win a lot of games and they're going yeah. to enjoy their, their football, I think, because having the ball all the time is just, yeah, that, that final little piece. Uh, I was, it was Gonzalo Higuain, wasn't it, that was Napoli with Sarri that did so yeah. well. Maybe it was a couple of years ago, two or three years ago now, a little bit further back. Um, you know, Somebody like that that can mm. that can play with those midfield players, but also has got an eye for goal. That's what they could do with. Yeah, it was really interesting as well. Um, so sorry, after the game, uh, I heard one of the post-match in- interviews said that you know, in terms of, of Liverpool and where they are, he said we, we're twelve months behind them. Mm. And and, and yeah. I think he's right in that. I, I, I totally agree. Uh, let's not forget as well that Liverpool and, and Chelsea meet each other on a couple of occasions coming up in the Carabao Cup on Wednesday and then on Saturday in the Premier League. So two mm. teams who started so well, obviously Liverpool slightly ahead at the moment. Uh, a chance maybe to just weigh up both, both sides and, and see where they are. It's going to be great, isn't it? I mean, mm. it's, I mean, for the Saturday game, the Premier League at, at Stamford Bridge against Liverpool, I mean, that is the ultimate test for, yeah. for Chelsea's trust in we're going to pass it and we're going to spread out mm. and we're going to be vulnerable if we give the ball away badly because Liverpool are absolutely... Yeah, well, they're, first of all, they're primed to force turnovers yeah. and they're totally primed to, to really hurt you on the counter-attack with the pace they've got, of course, from those front three players. So it, it really is a big test and I, and I, mm. I you know... I, Liverpool, for me, would be favourites given what we've seen so far and I think he's right, the manager. I mean, he can't be expected to be to be complete so early and he will mm. pick areas that he needs new players yeah. and the funds he'll hope will come in January but probably more likely in the yeah, summer, summer. To, to get the team to a point where he wants it for the future. Absolutely. Let's turn attention to the Hammers because it looks like um, a slight turnaround in fortunes for them. Good win away against Everton last time out and, and an incredible point against the team, 100% Chelsea coming in today. Uh, starting to see a little bit more stability and kind of determination organisation from this West Ham team that we talked about, Robin. They had no Arnie today, and out of it was injured. Antonio played up front. Uh, you could see that that was a miss. But having said that, we, we've, we've said, you know, if they take the chances, they'd probably nick a, nick a three points. Yeah, they? yeah they, they certainly had chances mm. to do it. And I, I think the difference has come with the, the change of shape, Rob. You know, he, yeah. he relied, yeah. or he thought he could get away with, you know, with Jack Wilshire and yeah, a Mark Noble. Noble, yeah. Uh, maybe, Dec- you know, two players in there. Yeah. He, he basically needs three. He, yeah. I, I just think he does. And, and today was a, you know, it was a time where that worked out. He's got Yarmolenko and Felipe Anderson to come back in to make a five across midfield to make it mm. difficult for Chelsea. Um, but the fact they have got some attacking flair will help them this season. And maybe as the games aren't quite so hard in the future, Rob, we'll see yeah. West Ham be more expansive and going back to that way. But, you know, I think it's fair play to Pellegrini. You know, we mm. weren't sure whether he could... 
not that you'd handle it, but it's different for him, isn't it? To the, be yeah, the defensive side. Yeah, struggling a little bit. There's chasing in the league. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think there's good signs there. I mean, I think yeah. it's important the last couple of results, and that's when goes back to your point. A new manager needs results immediately, yeah. and I think he, you know, for him, it is about results right now, and he's got a couple of good ones, and that will give the, the squad belief that listen, we can play against Chelsea in the way they're playing mm. and get a result. So that it's good news for them. They play against Chelsea today. They play at home against Manchester United next weekend, which which makes mm. it an interesting game. A West Ham team that's maybe building in confidence. A United team that we saw mm. not playing anything like Jose Mourinho wanted yesterday. I mean, one to look forward to from from West Ham's point of view. I remember it historically going to the past. West Ham love having hosting Man United down at where it used to be the bowling ground now at the London Stadium. They mm. love a game against Man U. Yeah, and. Uh yeah, Manchester United now, Rob. I look at the the league table in the Premier League. The seventh, mm. the seventh yeah. right now after six games, uh, yeah. which yeah, you know they finished second one. last year, mm. and behind some teams there that you'd expect them to be further yeah. ahead. I'm just I'm just thinking back to United game, Rob, of of yesterday of the Saturday match and yeah. the draw with Wolves. We didn't get to. I was going to ask you on the radio show yesterday. I, was, I yeah. wanted to ask you about Alexis because I I had one yeah. eye on on Man City game. I had an eye on the Liverpool game. They're all yeah. the big games were mostly really well at ten o'clock yesterday Eastern time in the in the window. Yeah, you kind of hinted that Alexis looked quiet and disappointing. Talk to me about sure. Alexis Sanchez. Um, I'll talk to you about Alexis Sanchez. Is in uh, the player that that was at Barcelona that, that scored and made goals, but probably struggled to to fully establish himself. The player that came to Arsenal who was one of the, if I'm picking 11 Premier League players, he's one of them. Absolutely, yeah. He moves to, to Manchester United, and if I'm not wrong, I think has scored only three goals maybe since, it, it is, I think maybe four goals in, in total. <laughs> to the point, Rob, where the best performance Alexis Sanchez has put in for Manchester United was on the piano when he arrived, <laughs> announcing that he'd, he'd, he'd moved from Arsenal <laughs> in the swap deal with Mkhitaryan. I saw a really interesting tweet today that somebody said, "Oh, just think if we'd have had if we still had Alexis, how our front line would look." And they said, "Özil, Aubameyang, and Lacazette," to the point where they're saying, "Actually, this guy left us and is now a, a, a way worse player than than when he was here." Robbie looked. Um, his body language doesn't look good. His intensity and, and that ability, you know, like he used to take fullbacks on. If the fullback won the ball, he'd be like, a, he'd, be, he'd chase all over the pitch to go and find that ball back. Well, some of that's gone. His relationship with his teammates looks interesting and a little bit difficult to me. I've seen him and Pogba have a, a few things. Him and uh, Lukaku, the link up's not anywhere near. It should be two players of that quality. <laughs> to the point where. It, <laughs> Anthony Martial must be looking and saying, OK, I've had my difficulties in that, but when is my time? He came in, he played in midweek and in, 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 came on and, and scored. The Martial before Alexis came was getting back into a real well, yeah, nice really groove. Was, yeah, was. And now we're seeing a Martial who's sort on the sidelines, seeing a guy in his spot who's basically not really pulling up any trees. Listen, Rob, for me here, I'm going to be quick again because I want another yeah. answer from you. And yeah. that, that, that question is, Why? Why are we seeing this Alexis? What is it that's making him perform this way? Give me, give me your thoughts on that. I think he's lost a little bit of the fire in his belly. I don't know whether 300 grand a week does that. I don't know, moving to a, a football club. The, his relationship with his teammates, and we were hearing there was a little bit of stuff going on at the end of Arsenal, it, it is strained, and I don't think that's ever helpful. I think he's also with a manager who is who will 
veer towards the, the defensive side of his game or the attacking. Mm. Um, that being said, to be honest, he goes one-on-one with the defender. That's got nothing to do with Mourinho. He doesn't look like he's going to go past people anymore, Rob. Everybody said that he needed a rest. He played a lot of football. Mm. He's had a summer's rest and it's a problem. It is a problem. On form now, Alexis Sanchez wouldn't be in my best 11 for Manchester United. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing mm. you said that. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, when you consider that signing, and, <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, he's a worker, mostly. Yeah. Mm. Um, and you think with well, that quality, that is exactly what they need, a player that can do something <laughs> a little bit special. Yeah. Um, I, I would tend to go more on the environment and the, the style of the manager... Does that give him an out, Robert? A player well, of that quality? What? It's affecting all the dressing rooms. No, it doesn't give me. him a total out. It doesn't because mm. when he's been on the ball, you know, who cares about style and what the philosophy yeah, is? You've yeah. got to be sharper and, and cleaner and more yeah. accurate where he hasn't mm. been. So yeah. I think the worrying thing that you said there, and I think it was your first point, is, is he's lost a bit of fire in the belly with yeah. his contract. Then that's not what fans want to hear. I mean, he went to end of contract, didn't he, with uh, with Arsenal, which yeah, enabled six a months, huge, yeah. or six, yeah, a yeah. huge salary for him at mm. United. Yeah, and I, 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 I hope and pray that that hasn't taken away edge off his motivation or his drive. If he's saying, you know what, wow, I'm getting Do guaranteed this huge amount of money, mm. I don't, you, you, I don't need to, 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 you know, to, to really pull my finger out to, to play you, as much. You've just uh, sparked a thought there because remember at that time when he was six months ago and he was talking about I don't know they were talking about fifty million in, in terms of money and Man United did swap but there was, there was, Man City were involved weren't they at all and Pep was and then they pulled oh, away. Oh, yeah. Now I'm just thinking you talk about environment and all that. Do you think the three hundred grand a week he may have earned something similar at City? Let's just say for argument's sake he does. Does he still have the hunger when he goes to Man City under a new man under that management in that environment or not? Brilliant question. Does, does, does a, the money? Does the money? Is the money the thing? No, it's not. No, correct. I mean, I, it's a brilliant analogy because if he had went to City, I mean, mm. I think he announced to his teammates, didn't he, early that he thought he was going to City? Yeah, I thought work. he was gone. Yeah, but I can't. I just, I just think Pep would would, would somehow cajole. I mean, it might take him a little bit of time to settle that because, mm. you know, Different again, he's, worked, he's worked that. with him before yeah, at, uh, yeah. at Barcelona, of course. But mm. no, I, I think it's a great point and I, my immediate reaction is no. I, don't, I think he would be playing to a much higher level, enjoying his football, um, getting on with his teammates a lot better and just, just generally being a better player. So I, I still believe that is the strongest kind of angle on this is the environment is is how is is hurting his game and not helping him where it would be at Manchester City. I mean, uh, do you disagree with that in any way? No, no, I, I, I totally agree. And and I just think, well, it was I think it was the radio show or the last podcast you, you said to me. You know, is Jose? Uh, you know, is he okay now? And it's almost like, listen, we're, we're back to where we were, with Jose. Rob, they've mm. got uh, Manchester United play Derby in the Carabao Cup. Let me tell you, this Carabao Cup, League Cup, however you want to call it. It's starting to be important for some managers, you know. Yeah. There's, not, there's only so many prizes that are going to go around. There's only so many teams that can win this league or go, win the Champions League. So this Carabao Cup might just be for, for Jose, for Pochettino, for, for Sarri, for, for players, for managers like that. And, um, you know, big game against Derby, Frank Lampard, he's old player, so that all that will be rejuvenated. Then away to West Ham next weekend. Let's say they didn't go well in the Carabao Cup. And didn't win at West Ham. Let me tell you, Rob, it's all back on again. Mm. It's absolutely all back on again. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think the, the 
I, I said this a few weeks ago when the, when the crisis was fully on. I think he sees it through. I think he li- limps through to the end of the season. I'm not sure what he's going to win, if anything, this year. I don't think mm. they're going to win the Premier League. Uh, mm. Maybe he'll put his efforts into a cup. Yeah. But I think United will, towards the end of the season, start looking for a new guy. A new guy to come in the summer. So a Louis van Gaal type kind of thing. Well, I, 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 I don't mean, even he know. The, he won the cup, didn't he? But didn't save him. Yeah, but yeah. And then it was just like, you know what? Yeah. The, the time to go in a new direction. Yeah. And this will be three years from Mourinho. Mm. And yes, some, some early success and some trophies, but no real sense of, you know, how is this going to get better? How is it going to look a lot better without spending a lot of money? If you trust this guy, which yeah. they may do. They may, yeah. I might be wrong. Yeah. They might say, yeah. you know what, Josie, what do you need? Mm. Okay, yeah. let's get rid of five or six players. Let's rebuild this thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> There's no guarantee he's going to be successful. There's no yeah. guarantees that the football's going to be great. And it's going to cost a heck of a lot of millions of pounds to build something that he might want. That's yeah. for that reason, I think this, this project changes direction in the summer uh, with a new guy. But listen, that's, that's a long way off. And yeah, a lot of things can sure. happen between now and then. But, but that's my gut feeling and, and I, it remains the same. Yeah, I'd agree, mate. Okay, if you don't have the NBC Sports Gold Premier League Pass, now is your chance to check it out and get a free preview starting this Wednesday through Monday, October 1st. Watch exclusive matches and shows live and on demand. Act fast this Wednesday to get the free preview. Sign up at NBCSportsGold.com. Terms apply. Now, my friend... Washington DC mm. fan fest a lot of fun this Saturday yeah. upcoming a lot of big games uh, culminating in Chelsea versus Liverpool in the Premier League just going back to last year mate we did this yeah. at New York City a big success I think everybody that was there enjoyed the day I think we as broadcasters and the whole company love broadcasting from that environment with the fans with the singing the chanting and the breakfasts and everything else Absolutely, we're doing it again mate and I think this yeah. is first of a few all over again and we've got would you believe super Alan Shearer down there Premier amazing. League's all time top score 260 goals Robbie Musto yeah, and I'm going to talk about the bruises I've still got on my, <laughs> on my head and my ears where Big Al used to bash me in the in the head as he was yeah. going in for headers uh, brilliant to have him there yeah. and, and, and share maybe some thoughts some old, old stories from, from days in the in the past we've got Ali Krieger uh, US World Cup winner with, with um, Women's World Cup winner CONCACAF Champions League winner uh, she's going to be down joining us, Rob, so we can, we can talk to her about where she sees the women's game and next year's Women's World Cup coming up for, for, for the US, where they stand in, in that one. And we've got um, Paulo Ferreira, former Chelsea fullback, who won three Premier League titles, Robbie Musso, two under Mourinho, one under Angelotti, and was part of the Champions yeah. League winning squad under Roberto yeah. uh, Di Matteo. Yeah. So, um, legend. Actual legend. And you... I'm thinking who the 2v2 is going to be. Oh, no. Actually, it could be 3v3, couldn't it? Shearer, Krieger and Ferrero, Martino, Earl, oh, Musto. Fancy it. I'm worried, by the way. Why? I mean, your le- can you keep your legs closed this time? I mean, <laughs> Ashley Cole nutmegging last season is still again. on the highlight. There was reel. a story about that. I had to try and foul him for Mark Clattenburg and he took the opportunity. Oh, and it, and it was, to be fair, it was good. It was clean. Here that won't go. happen again. But I'm, I think thinking, right. I'm thinking what... Man to man, Shearer Earl take him out of the game. Is that the, is that the, the um, shout? I think that's got to be the. I think that the given the, the abilities of us three, I think it's got to be a counter attacking performance. I think me and you <laughs> will be containing, we'll be tracking, and we'll we'll right, win the ball do. back, and we'll we'll trust. I mean, are we right in trusting Carl Martino to make mm. the magic happen at the other end? 
in Martino, in, in Martino, in Martino we, we trust. trust. Yeah, yeah, I got you. But no, it's going to be great, mate. We'll, yeah. we'll get to see the uh, Washington fans. And I always think, it, you know, we, we, we have a great job, the best job in the world, sitting in the studio, looking at the games from the cams. But it's nothing like sharing it with fans who go through every emotion, who kick every ball, who mm. sing every song. And, mm. and that's something we, we kind of miss a little bit in the studio, isn't it? So great. Yeah, to and we have great conversations, with. by the way, Rob. I mean, not everybody yeah. in there, yeah. of course, is going to... Mm is going to agree with what we think about their team. And I I'm just wondering one... how the Arsenal fans and Robbie Mustard is going to get on. Extra security for Musto, oh, I, I believe, coming and thinking. But no, and that's what's great. You know, we all got opinions. We all love the game. We're all trying mm. to, you know, we don't have any favourite teams. We, 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 we want to see them all doing well and nobody getting relegated. But that isn't the real world. And, you know, Newcastle fans and Cardiff fans and Huddersfield fans, how do they think as well mm. as those, you know, Liverpool fans? Is this thing going to break or are we going to see, see them? continue on the run so no lots to look forward to really looking forward to that one so that's it from us mate um, we want to always hear from our listeners and first we'd love you to rate and review the show by downloading the two Robbies on Apple Podcasts so that's it from us on a day when Chelsea lose their 100% record at the London Stadium but Arsenal recovered from a slow start to make it five wins in the last five games under Unai Emery remember that goal league Premier League pass free on Wednesday and look out for that fan fest next weekend in Washington DC but for now I'm Earl he's Musto together with the two Robbies thanks for listening and bye for now Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.